Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, welcome, welcome back. You got just me and Weezy today, but welcome to a motherfucking episode of Horrible Decisions. This your girl Mandy, and I'm Weezy. Hi, and we are here. Um, we're I guess have to we're be really start... dirty. Like for I mean, this we don't have to be super dirty. So Why I. Not? So I actually wanted to talk about um, something that happened on my trip to London. Um, And it made me realize why I go after the guys I go after. So I wanted to kind of talk about that. So it's not really a nasty catch up. I really haven't been having much sex because I still don't know what my pussy rate is. I've been wanting to start the shows with like, like, Andrew, like, when's the last time everybody have sex? But then I realized like, maybe we're not getting fucked. I'm not really getting fucked like that. Also, I did have sex since we recorded with Andrew, but. We're we're recording right now and it's March. Whenever this episode drops, whatever, but it's, um, it's March and I literally don't have a free week. I haven't had a free weekend since February and that literally goes all the way to June. Same, bro. So with me, yeah, clearly, yeah. So with me trying to make plans with people, bitch, I, we still have our fucking jobs because this, this shit bringing in money but not enough to quit. Oh, Manny, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've already planned how to propose to you that we need to quit. <laughs> Wait, what? So... I'm getting to the point very close where I'm about to quit May 1st. I told them July. For a sabbatical. I, I like that word. It feels very white and right. Um, I just need to spend more time with my family. They're just really old. I've saved enough money. I'm going to... Here's what I've come up with. Mm-hmm. My therapist kind of helped me come up with this, though, because he's just like... So basically, he, he said to me, you're depressed and stressed, and I can't give you a pill like I did before, because that was an irrational depression. You felt like you would never meet someone. You felt like you could. You were helpless. He's like, right now, you're just stressed from all the shit you're doing. You got to eliminate one of them. And it sounds like the one that doesn't isn't progressing as much is your day job. Mm-hmm. He's like, you've saved enough. I've been investing a lot. I've made some money, flipped some shit. He's like, why don't you take four to six months to relax, enjoy your family, your life, and if you don't make as much money from gigs as you would have made in four months at work, 
then go back. So my job does have that offer. I'm not sure at my... Um, like FMLA, you mean? No. So so one of the partners that I know... Um, shout out to you, because I know you listen to the show. One of the partners that I know from the San Francisco office was in, um, in New York, and that's what she did. She actually took a year off because it was a mental... And a lot of big companies are here for mental health and making sure that their employees are happy and in a good mental state. So Yeah, my therapist was telling me that. He's like, I mean... A lot of companies you offering could. that. You I'm could. like, so you gonna write a note? You just take an unpaid leave or say that you need it for mental reasons. And a lot of um, companies do offer that. So... I'm still I, I told my company if I if I have not quit by July, it's because I fucked up somehow. <laughs> I've literally been telling well, them, Y'all I, I not will... go see me past July. And if I'm still here, just know whatever I thought I was gonna be doing, some shit ain't fall through. I've been thinking like like even I was telling my therapist, she was like, What are you what are you scared about? What's what scares you so much? Why are you scared? You told me you're gonna go to you're gonna go on tour and fall. He's like, Why why are you freaking out? And I was like, you know, I'm I'm used to the uh, the routine. I'm used to the consistency, and I'm also used to insurance. And he was like, "Why wouldn't you and Mandy then take insurance out on your business account? That makes right. sense." And I was like, "I know, but like, I'm scared. you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not used to that." But honestly, bro, like the things that I've turned down because I had to work that wasn't horrible decisions related might be small, but they could have grown into bigger things. And I hate it. Right. I hate that I've had to do that. You know, I hate that. When I go see my family, it's for fucking hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. literally, we're going to the Miami show. That Sunday, my grandma made it very clear. I need to be at the nursing home to see her motherfucking birthday party. She's like, you finna be there? So I'm going to go fly from Miami to Orlando for five hours and then fly back because I got to go to work. That's insane. Yeah, no, it is. I was um, talking to Joe yesterday, actually, and was telling him everything that we have going on with the podcast and... Then, after I let them know, and, you know, shout out again to everyone at the Joe Budden Podcast. They all supported us at our New York live show. I told them, yeah, so we're doing all this. And then, yeah, I'm an accountant, and she's in tech sales, and we both work over 40-hour weeks on top of everything we do with the podcast. And he was like, y'all do what? I said, yes. Yeah, so there are a lot of interviews that we haven't gotten to take and a lot of just different Things that we weren't able to be like, listen, y'all got to see us after 6 p.m. Other than that, Monday through Friday, we can't see you during the day. And I think that that's limited us with a lot of things. And it's crazy because there's a lot of podcasts that I know are inspired by us and are like seeing our growth. So just know if you stay consistent, if you guys continue with with building your brand strong, like I didn't think we could be sitting here saying we about to quit our goddamn Bruh. jobs for a I goddamn mean, podcast. I mean, two years is a long time, but it's not. You know, no, it's not for this. And honestly... You know, my, my therapist and I, his name's Juan, he's like, yo, he's like, four months, right? He's like, and you need to be honest with yourself. Let's use a small amount of money, a thousand. Right. Let's say you don't make $6,000. You to say you make a thousand a month. Mm -hmm. If you don't make $6,000 in those six months, go back. He's like, but you need to realize you may make 5000 one month. And zero dollars the next. He's like, so. that's that, and that's my concern. Me too. So I've bartended. I've I've been in the creative space with my blog. I've seen times where I made a whole lot of money because I had a really good story drop and my analytics shut up. And then the next month, maybe nothing to where I was getting my Google AdSense. So that was always my concern with being a creative is that even with our checks they're not consistent. Like, bitch, we literally, not to get too much into our dollars, but we just got paid for an ad we did in November. I know. We just got that motherfucking check last week. I forgot about that. Yeah, so it's like, it's not consistent, so it's hard to manage with paying bills, 
saving, doing all the things. That's why we finna go on I tour, know. my nigga. I know. Well, Charlotte, we coming. Dallas, we coming. Don't be lying. Boston, we coming. Philly, we coming. Detroit, we coming. Now you lying to these people. But we definitely doing Charlotte. I'm tired. I'm tired of reading about that. Yeah, no, for sure. The Bay Area, bitch. No, the Bay. You know what? You know what we need to do? What? We need to be smart about how we move. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We gonna do Texas, like Dallas, Houston, Austin, get out. We gonna do the Bay Area, then we gonna do LA, get out. You know what I'm saying? Take them flights in a we real easy way. We can only do that, yeah, but when we don't have a job, bruh. But that's what I'm trying we to do. We literally like, I don't know, Eventbrite can pay out bitch, early, I bitch. Told, we out I done told my job like, yeah, so... Let me know what y'all have, need me to do tomorrow because I have to leave early because I have a flight to Chicago because I have two shows this weekend. Like, so my job knows on Fridays, like, bitch, I'm going to the airport and I'm coming into the office this on week, Monday. This week, where are we going to be? We're going to be in Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. That's right. Um, so I wanted to, I guess, share a story because this opened up um, something to me. So while I, while I was in London, I did London and Paris in a weekend because I'm fucking crazy. I was drunk the whole time. But first off, I felt how rich I was, too, because, bitch, we spent probably... $400 in food just on the Friday between food and drinks. Oh, easy. And I don't even eat a lot. That was fucking crumpets and fucking dump, dumplings and dim sum and shit. Dim sum? Yeah, we went to the Shard. It's a oh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. restaurant called Hutong on the top of the Shard. Beautiful. Was drinking porn star martinis the whole time. Bitch, I love me a porn star. So fucking good. But then I love just drinking my shit, name. So good. Then Y'all I'm, don't know what a porn star is, by the way. It's so good. It's oh, I don't know why it's like only in Europe. I've never been offered a porn star in the states. Here, yeah, you can make it. I asked the ingredients. Sure. It's, a ton. it's pomegranate. It's super sweet. Mm-mm. Pomegranate. I mean, no, fruit. passion fruit. Sorry, passion fruit. Passion fruit is sitting in there. It's super juicy, and then you get a shot of champagne next to it. Prosecco. Is that champagne? It's Maybe prosecco. where you was at, it was Prosecco, bitch. Mine nah, was champagne, bitch. It, it was Prosecco, bitch. You just ain't know. You saw the little bubblies and got excited. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit was. No, but um, so anyways, we, we went to Sketch, and then we had dinner reservations at Novikov, and my homegirl, Adriana, shout out to her. She had um, us on the guest list because she was like, she ain't really want to be around niggas. She wanted to meet new niggas. So she was like... I got us on the guest list. He'll sit us at the table. And I'm like, bitch, I don't do promoter tables even in the States. But okay, I'm in another country. I'll do it. So instead of catching an Uber to the club, one of the dudes that really like her right now was like, yo, I'll pick y'all up and drop y'all off at the club. And in her eyes, she's like, well, now, bitch, we ain't got to pay for an Uber. Seemed real innocent, right? Okay. Wrong. He picks us up from the fucking dinner. We go like, uh, I guess I'll share the whole story. Cause I, but I'll make it short. We drive about 15 minutes away, and we notice we're still in the car. The club is only about five minutes around the corner type shit. So we're like, what direction are we going in? Because my friend is not recognizing the direction we're going in. Oh, my God. This nigga's like... My house? Nah, I got to go pick something up. No! My nigga! I hopped out of the car so quick, I said, ma'am, we're calling an Uber because what you're not going to do is pick anything up while I'm in the car with you. And there was Nigerians, no shade, but you either a businessman or you're a scammer or a street nigga. Whatever you are, you going to pick something up. You ain't having it in the car with me because I know what it is. You out of goddamn weed and you need to go pick it up. But it's now, now to me, that's a run. I'm not coming with you on your runs. So I hop out the car, and he's like, nah, baby girl, we didn't do that to you. Man, get back in. Okay, I'll take you out to the club. We get around the corner from the club. Oh, no. That's the sound of the police. We get pulled over, but it's a van. Five police jump out of the fucking van. Because niggas. Literally. Knock on the window. Jesus. 
ask him to pull it down. He pulls it down. He's being very like respectable, high officer. What's the problem? Because we did we did absolutely nothing wrong. Sorry. So he rolls it down and he's like, "Where are y'all going tonight?" Da 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 da. Can I ask all of you guys to step out of the car, please? Uh, We're literally on, literally, and I'm just, I'm looking at my homegirl like, bitch, I told you to get out. You see, if you would have listened to me, bitch, and I'm looking at my homegirl like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? Next thing I know, she's a German citizen. I'm a U.S. citizen. They take both of our, my passport, her ID card. And I'm like, what you need? Like, here it is. I can give you my information. What do you need my card for? She takes it. She's like, oh, as long as we don't find anything in the vehicle, we'll give it back. <laughs> they have two police officers, all doors open, trunk open, flashlight, looking under everything. And I'm just looking at her and I'm Must like. Must have been the tag. They knew them niggas. It's the tag. Adrian, she told me that. That's what I said. That tag is marked. And whether it's for drugs or whatever, they're looking to get that nigga. Mercedes, nice car. He's telling it's because I'm black. His window's tinted. They ain't see you as black from behind, bitch. <laughs> so I'm literally looking at Adrian and I said, I don't think you understand. Mind you, my friend is much younger than me. This is her first time experiencing this. Experience. How old is she? She's 22. That shit's happened to me before. So I'm looking at her and I'm just like, you don't understand, Adriana. If they find as little as a blunt in that car, we are all going to jail. So I'm sitting here talking to the other officer, and um, and I'm just like, listen, I don't even know these motherfuckers. I just landed today. You could look at the passports. Contemplate, nigga. I, I was already like, bro, I don't know these people. Like, she just met him a month ago, and he, it's because he drove by and liked her. Like, bro, we all know these niggas like that. And I'm literally, like, trying to say I don't... They, then I was like, they technically like, yeah, are Uber sure, you drivers. Know, so you don't know him. So you just in the car with somebody you don't know? That's pretty much, bitch. And I was like, they technically are Uber driver. Then I almost got away. He was like, oh, is this an Uber driver? I said, technically, but we ain't call them <laughs> on the Uber app. So they wasn't trying to buy that. So they're still looking. So this is where a few things happened to me. And this is what I wanted to share with, with the listeners. So he starts getting, the other, mind you, there's two niggas, one in the van. I don't know. This is another reason why I got scared. As we're all pulled out, the driver's already handcuffed. And I'm just looking like, bitch, why? He didn't handcuffs. So as he's he's in handcuffs, they're questioning us. He's trying to say sorry to her. But now he's starting to get slick with the cops. And this is where I realized, and I didn't realize how much I had been affected, that I have PTSD from what's going on here in the States. And... As he's starting to get snappy with the officer, I'm yelling at him at this point. Like, do exactly what he says. Stop with the smart mouth. Stop getting slick. Give him whatever he wants. Let's wait till the car is searched. Stop talking to him like that. Like, I'm literally telling him And they have guns that. in the UK. Yeah, so I'm literally... By the way, uh, I only mentioned that because, like, in France, I know you went to France. Yeah, oh, Yellow... they were big rifles, too, They're bitch. not in France. No? Yellow jackets is a big protesting thing going on, but they shoot out these oh, metal kind it. of balls. They're okay. not... They can't kill you, but they'll, like, maybe not off something but in london they do have guns so i'm pretty sure right so he's i, I mean yeah, I, I, girl, believe, I was i was just Google that. i was thinking I'm pretty sure they do at, well at this point i was already coming up with how i was going to have my locked up abroad episode i was already thinking <laughs> you like content i was already do you i know, was do you know that's what the fuck my friend said as soon as i fucking told her in the car mind you i'm a, I, let me get back to the story so i could tell y'all how i was crying like a pussy hole so Finally, they find nothing in the car. We get our IDs back. I said, Adriana, we walking to the club, hoe. 
I said, oh, British have no guns. No guns. So I'm sorry. I apologize. That means that's why he was talking slick. He listen, Maybe that's why he was talking I slick. Thought that the, I thought that the UK was one of the only... They're, they're tight, tight on, on guns. Having guns. It's like having a gun over there. Okay, okay. That's why there are always like six people taking someone out. Well, yeah, Sorry. There, was, there was six cops. Well, in this car at once. So we're all getting checked. The, there's two checking the car. There's two questioning. So that's the why other he guy, was talking like he's that. He's talking slick to the one officer and the other officer is with us. So finally, they come back and they're like, okay, nothing's been found in the car. They give us our passport and ID back. And we start walking away. I'm like, Adriana, we finna motherfucking walk to the club. So we walk back. They let him go as well. They uncuff him, and he comes running to us at the end of the sidewalk, trying to apologize, saying he's sorry. And all I do is burst into tears, and I say, back home, they kill y'all. And that's all I kept saying because he was so, like, getting so snappy with him, and I just did not want to be a part of it. Like, I'm about to cry now. I'm, they were like, you're so pussy, but I literally was like, I didn't realize how much seeing all these black men die from the police affected me because I don't put myself in those situations. And to be in that situation, like, I'm literally, like, I literally had to tell my mom, I said, I think I need therapy now. Like, I didn't realize that me seeing the videos on Instagram, me reading the news articles, and seeing how many of our black men die, being in that situation right there, I was just like, I was scared for him. I was scared for me because I know they looked at, we were, we're black women. So I know they wanted all of us gone. And I didn't realize how it affected me. So before I go to cry, I go to say, this is why I realized when we talk about dealing with hood niggas, street niggas, scammers, this is why I know I don't put myself in those positions. But the truth is, Manny, the sad thing about it is it ain't going to take a hood nigga to no, die. No, no, it's not going to take a hood nigga to die. However, my friend just got a new job. I said, just because we were in the car with them, this would have affected your new job. I said, do you think if I would have just called my, my, my job and said, oh, by the way, I'm in jail right now for drugs because that's what they have me in here under. Right. Wait till I get out. No, I would have lost my job. And so even it's something that, and this is a tip to you ladies, who if you're into men who may sell narcotics or carry around large loads of narcotics or anything that could cause him to go yeah, to don't jail, ride or die, bitch. don't get in the car because even if you don't know that it is there, if you get pulled over and that is found, you're both So there's a documentary on HBO. I can't think of the name of it, but there it's, it's about a woman who goes to jail by association. Mm. She was with a dude who had a bunch of cocaine or drugs or something. I watched this months ago. He dies. She gets married. Years later, they pin it on her. She goes to jail. She's still in there. She got three kids. See? The fucking camera crew is, like, showing the husband with the kids. They say that it was her. Like, bro, it's insane. It's so sad. And just, but, just getting caught up in that type of lifestyle. Like, I get it if you want to be a ride or die. But I will say this is why I deal with the guys that I do deal with. Um, and I don't have anyone in my phone right now that does involve themselves with, even though I was looking for a scammer, just not to deal with because I wanted some shoes like for cheaper but i don't deal with those type of guys and this is this is why i i feel like because i feel like it will affect my livelihood just being around bro them. what you went through I, I'm, I'm sorry because i misspoke i meant to say the opposite so i know that the uk maybe i knew that they didn't have guns and i, was I didn't say, know that i was gonna I say just saw white cops yelling, maybe like, that's why he was acting like that that's what i meant to say when you were saying he was talking to me snappy. i didn't know but that's the thing that's crazy right it's like we watch something happen in the abuse of power and something very interesting I learned while in Paris 
Um, so Scissors and I were walking. We were staying on the Champs Elysees, and we're going to get brunch on Saturday. I know about the Yellow Jackets. Heard about it. Did not know Saturdays were their day. Yeah, that's when I went to Paris. It was on a Saturday. Can I get my phone really quick. Y'all ain't gonna believe. Like literally. So I'm walking with her. We see smoke, and I'm like, "Do you want to see what that is?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. just not even, that was the way to me. We were walking closer. For sure. I'm not, wa- I was walking away. I said, bitch, there's too many cop cars around here now. Not, we gotta go. No, 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 no. We didn't see that. I didn't said, snap a picture? This is from far away. It looked like a mistake. Like, like it didn't look like, I didn't see them protesting yet, right? So we start walking closer. Literally in front of me. You'll hear it. This is me just recording. Listen to the sound that happens. They are fucking yeah, nah. bombing the middle of the streets. So just I'm like right, blowing shit up. Like, by the time I got out there, all, all there was a lot of windows like in the shop area by the little Look thing. at the glass. Things are burned called. down. So basically the Yellow Jackets are protesting because they don't like their president. Um, the left and the right are getting together. What I've heard is li- livelihood has become very expensive for the white middle class. Now, there's a few things about this. I'm all about a fucking riot. I believe in riots. I believe in all of that shit because I believe, fuck it, soldiers die in war and that's how we get shit done sometimes. That's just the way I protest. Now, what I've learned about what they did is crazy. They are out of fucking control. Yeah, they're ruining the stores, the but glasses, the do- everything. They are also a country that has 30-hour work weeks, the most public, like, crazy public yeah. holidays, six they weeks get like of paid three vacation. three months of paid vacation. Six yeah. weeks of paid vacation. So they fight for what the fuck they want. And they're not on some pussy shit like we be. But. Like we be. We do be on some fucking scary shit. Where, like, our protests aren't real protests. Let's keep it a stack. I like the but peaceful protesting. That is nothing. I like it. Marching, my women's march thing, that's a nice time for camaraderie, but that does not get shit done. However, we're not scared. They're not scared to die. And that's that reaction you had is because that's how we feel. And this woman said to me, so me and sisters sitting having brunch. We like, damn, should we even sit outside? She's like, no, you're safe. Telling us everything. And she said, I was like, you know what? Well, our police have guns. You guys are all loud and shit. We have guns. And she goes, why would our police have guns when we pay for them? Why would they kill us when we pay for that? Can you imagine mm. that? A world you're living in where you pay for the police do. and text. they kill you? My yeah. nigga. When she said that shit to me, as simple as a concept as it was, I was like, fuck. Yeah. And it's not even like we can fight against the fucking regime because look at what they do. But what's crazy They'll is kill us. you telling me that the UK doesn't even have guns. Like, I didn't even see a gun pulled, nothing. But I was still just terrified at a black man with all white cops and... I was terrified. Yeah, so like I've seen videos of how to disarm people in the UK. So what I was thinking when you were saying that was like, okay, well maybe this is why he's like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. But my nigga, I'm me and Scissors in the car coming from Fun Spot in Orlando, just at a red light. Dude was getting pulled over. We like, ooh, bitch, what's going on? Suddenly he starts running real fast, cross the street, cross oh, Kirkman. Yeah, right. Would have been scared. When I tell you, I almost threw up from nerves that he was gonna get shot while he was running. First of all, we live in Orlando. You know Trayvon yeah. Martin died when I was living there. I don't think you were I living there. I was in there. Sanford, nope, but I I was definitely That is it. right yeah. around the corner. And it's like my body, the way my body reacted, like the fear I had. I couldn't stop talking about it for two days. Yeah. That so shit is a I, real thing. I felt that. So it was it, it was just, I don't know, it was crazy. So I'm oh. glad that you even had a thing. We, I, I'll, I want, I'll try to talk about sex right now. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> 
Yeah, I had sex. Uh, Did you? Oh, <laughs> who would have thought? Pop <laughs> this pussy. So, um, Beard Bay and Scissors and I did not have sex yet. We are planning a fucking trip. We're all going to fuck. Okay. I'm really excited about it because I just couldn't have curated this better. Like, she wasn't really into it at first because she, I remember you saying that. Because she's starting, she thinks I like him. You do. So, whatever. So, but my my feelings, I believe that now after Paris, I think she knows that it's more like she's my person. So right. I think she's feeling more confident about that. However, with him, my feelings are getting deeper, and it's almost a little bit scarier. Like he came, right? We're, you know, we're, we're hanging out. He's in New York, and we had dinner together. And I was like, "Damn, yo! Like, I fuck with this nigga." And Blue Check, you remember who that was? Yeah. I haven't heard of you mention him at all. Because I'm in your fucking beard base. So he hits me up, like, on some, oh, I got the wrong number shit. And I'm like, really? He's like, oh, 407. Oh, oh, yeah, I thought it was my nigga from Orlando. But what's up, though? I just wanted to say congrats on everything. So then you uh, didn't know who it was, nigga. Uh, so I tell him, I'm, I got an attitude because I kind of don't, like, just say you want to call me. Right. I had a little attitude about it. And he's like, you clearly fucking another nigga. That's what he said to me. What's the problem? And I'm like, oh, my God, is that when we reject niggas? Like, it is. And they know it, bitch. I wanted to be like, no. They know. They niggas do. know when you got a new dick that you, like, kind of more into that other dick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so to wrap it up, um, whatever. Uh, went out with Beard Bay. We hit up Max Fish. Had a good time. We get back to my place. We have sex. It's great. We're watching Deez and Mero. And I'm rubbing his back. I stop. He starts rubbing my legs. We're not having sex anymore. This is after sex. And he puts my toes in his mouth. Like, all of them. Oh! A lot of the fucking toes I had. All of them. And then, like, proceeded to go onto the other foot. And, like, got all of them. Like, every toe. You and then, what, like, you know what? Wait, you you want to know? Did you like took? You didn't, you I, didn't hear? You, didn't hear you, you ain't see my IG live at all. No, I just met a guy who literally said he wants to gag on my foot. What? Yes, I'll show you his. Let me show you his picture. So he was li- okay. You know I'm not into feet like that. But the way he licked them. So, like, let's pretend this is my toe. He, like, traced them shit, bitch. Like, so, that he, this guy, literally, that I just met, and we haven't had sex at all or anything, but somehow, of course, got into the kinks. And he said he has a, a major foot fetish. He said, I want to do everything to your feet. He said, I want you to make me clean them. He said, I want to Let me massage see. them. Let me see. He black. Let me see. And he, said, so. he said, something else <laughs> that I want you to do is make me gag on your foot. I said, well, how will I know... When, like, it's You'll too feel deep the tonsil? Your... No, he said, you'll know. So I don't know if that means he wants to throw up on my foot or not. So I'm, I, I'm a little Just nervous. like you'll know about gagging on a dick. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420 foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right. Let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 G's in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So So I thought I was going to be totally disgusted by it. But I'm so turned on by Beard Bay, and I was looking at him, and he was kind of doing it real sexy. And I was into this shit. This nigga! That nigga want, wants Damn, to gag fine, on my foot. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Model nigga? Yeah, another model nigga. Yep. And he, he looked like super, super into it. Oh, look at this with his family. Huh. Yeah, wants- don't. No, I'm not showing the uh, camera. Uh, uh. But yeah, I mean, wow, I bet like, his family doesn't know he's gagging on feet. Wow, he has a whole mother. Look at that. And, and I said, I don't know if it will fit all in your mouth. And his response was, it will. That that was his response to my whole foot fitting in his mouth. He said, it will. Yo, I, my nerves. He has a video What's of him on gagging on a foot. Shut he got, Well, he didn't send it to me. Oh. But he said... He sent me the picture of Lori Harvey's foot on Trey Song's face and said, I want you to record when your foot is in my mouth. Like, so he's going to let me record him gagging on my foot. So yeah, I'll be fine. able to do that. We haven't fucked yet at all. No, but he's super. Is that how you cuddled with? No, this was. Damn, stop. No, this is another nigga. Oh, no. Damn, you making it sound bad, bitch. I was just going to ask you, you cuddled no, your feet. No, we, we haven't. We haven't cuddled like, yet. We haven't even gone out yet. Like, this is. A new, a new song, but I I am telling him um, if I experience this kink with him, this isn't something that I think I would 100% be into. So I did tell him he has to let me peg him. And he said he's never done that before. And I said, I'll be gentle. So now I'm, I told him, I said, if you want your kink, can I have my kink too? That's <laughs> how kink and eat it too. I have my kink and eat it too. There go the goddamn they title, bitch. Yeah. So we're going to get into the kink of the week. Speaking of kink, ho. And the kink of the week is actually from you guys. I do want to say, if you have, if you guys don't, Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You guys really do help a lot with the outlines more than you think. So the kink this week actually comes from someone tweeted a video of a woman twerking on top of a cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. And was like, this has to be a kink. And, and we at us. First of all, we've actually talked about this. Yeah, so I wanted but to not, get into the, not really into yeah. this, not really into the, even, maybe, maybe, no, feeding. we did a vanilla shit on it. Yeah. A woman who was making money, like, smashing it. 
Something like that. So basically, the kink, guys, and I want to shout out Michelle Hope. She's the one who sent me the actual name of the kink. It is cytophilia, which refers to the sexual arousal or gratification achieved through the use of food. Now, I do want to say this is different from feeding. Uh, what was the feeding? There's a kink. Feeding and feeder. You mean? Feeding and feeder where you like people, where you like to watch people eat food. This is just through the use of food. So the Urban, Urban Dictionary says it's a form of sexual fetishism in which participants are aroused by erotic situations involving food. So I would say the fact that she was twerking on a cake made that more of like an erotic thing. Um, it's weird because a lot of comments under it was like, ooh, her pH balance got to be fucked up now. Because she was literally, cake, frosting just going all in your pussy. That can't be healthy. You be it's talking yeast. about the pH. Is it yeast? That's the problem. And sugar. Sugar probably shouldn't go down there Not either. Sure. Well, that's the, the main problem is the yeast. Like, you really want to stay away from that. Like, I have a friend of mine who has candida right now in their whole body. And it's so serious, like, the foods that he's had to change in his life. Like, yeast can really fuck your body yeah. up. Like, that's, why, that's like gluten, right? I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, I guess. Right? It's in bread. I don't know if you could have, like, allergic reactions in that sense, but it more so can fuck your body up as far as, uh. like, productivity. But like, yeah, it'll completely fuck up. So, your do pH. you have any food in, in, you, in your was, pussy? See, I was about happen. to say, do you do food you, on your body? Would you recommend any safe foods? No, at all? like so. Well, like dairy free, bitch. Maybe almond. Honestly, milk? I I have not. <laughs> I've never had anybody write in, at least to me, in regards to pH about food, and I think it's because normally food doesn't have to do with entry. Like, but if it's around there, so like. Maybe the whipped cream on the pussy, or I like peanut butter. I don't know if I want but peanut that's, butter on my pussy. That's different because that's on top. What if it's body? What is? It's not on top. That's what I'm saying. Or, I even had someone put whipped cream on me. It still wouldn't eat. Like, what if? What if I put whipped cream on the tip of your dick and a little bit of the whipped cream get in your pee hole? Does that, is that gonna affect your pee hole? Could you get? You could get a yeast infection in your pee hole, right? Urethra. Yeah. Does it, will that affect it negatively? Because y'all don't have pH balance, so... Well, the problem is, like, when men have, like... You, you can get... Men can get UTIs. Ah. Uh. You want to know something funny? I was just telling someone this story. Oh! God, this is embarrassing. I went to a class called Aqua. Aqua Cycling in Tribeca. The day... Oh, of course you did. You want to be drowned. Go ahead. <laughs> of course, she say talking about some goddamn aqua fill you with an aqua. So anyway, <laughs> I did it the day that we went to Paris, and I I was like, you know what? Because I was sitting talking to the instructor for a while, and I was in that water long time. I was like, let me take one of them little azo pills because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even want to be fucked yep. up. And when you take a UTI pill, it makes your shit come out orange. So me and scissors go to the club we go to this place called jungle in paris bomb ass hip-hop spot we go to the bathroom and we're, we've been flirting all night and we know we're ready to fuck right so we get to the bathroom and i wipe and i look at it and it's like deep orange and she goes you see you told me you weren't even gonna be on your fucking period dog i was like wait 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 it's just my pussy <laughs> so she so she ate your orange pussy no we waited a day but okay. I was going to say, when men take it, right? You know how we pee and it comes out orange? I was fucking a dude that took one because we went to the dickhead beach. dickhead was orange because he used to fuck no, white boys. not the dickhead. Oh. He was black. Oh. We went to the beach and I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm feeling kind of weird because that sand, we had sex in the sand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's both take these. So we had sex that night and when he came, it was orange. No way that comes orange, bro. On my mama. 
all her life. That was something else. It was fucking orange. He had something else. No, bitch. Yeah, bro, that was something else. Anything that comes out of your urethra is orange. Nah, bro, he had something else. It's the Azo. Did you swallow it or was it on your face? You had orange come on your face. Did it glow in the dark? I was sucking his. I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because when he saw it come out, because he didn't know it was going to be orange. He knew his pee was orange. Right. He was jerking off into my face. I saw it. I'm laughing. He's laughing while he's coming. Like, that is funny. He said it was the worst orgasm he ever had because he was like, what? That is hilarious. It was really weird. That's um, funny. Speaking of the beach. One of the, the places that we're going on this three-way three trip is beach. And I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I want to make sure everybody's urethra is safe because I plan on getting fucked for the three days that we there. We've already planned this shit. I'm like, oh, you going to take us to this nice restaurant? He's like, yep. I'm going to be like, table for three. I was like, eh. I'm done. And I want to make sure that nobody has bullshit going on. Scissors may possibly have her period, and I'm tired of eating pussy with like on my pen Yeah, shit. I'm like praying by that time I, I'm not dealing with my period. Right? Like, Ugh. I'm trying to be on the beach flat. All thing. on it. I'm right going to be something like I'm on it. Mm. So we going to get on into motherfucker the horrible decision. The horrible decision this week, we didn't skip vanilla shit, but the horrible decision this week is mad vanilla shit. So... I have four articles that I want to go through, talk shit about, see what we have our thoughts on. The first one, I God, love. Mike stinks. I thought it was me. <laughs> I thought it was like. I it sn- probably is you. No, it's not. I showered after the gym. Mm-hmm. This mic smells mm-hmm. stink because mm-hmm. people be spitting on it. Is that what it is? Bitch, I was just on that mic, pussy It's hoe. not me, but I'll put it on. Nah, but I was just on that mic, so she talking shit. Oh, bitch, she talking shit. Puss the whole shit. That was such a smart idea. You terrible. Listen, don't be doing this on camera because look, if that shit get fucked up, I ain't paying for it. It's coming out of Wheezy's check. Um, no, no, it just really- so I, this one comes from the Sun, and this is actually hilarious. Newly engaged Jennifer Lopez claims that all men are useless <laughs> before they are thirty three. I like that. I love it. Um, what about us? What do you think our age is? Oh, I think we good as soon as we like 17, 18. For I think real. 25 because we need to get that hoe out. You think the? I think the hoe can come later. It can. But if you could enjoy, I think we need till 25 and I think niggas need seven more years. So so J-Lo had a reason why she said this. She said it can take men into their early 30s to establish their professional career. That's why I be dealing with these not athletes. Straight out of Hold hat. on, stop. Because you like you no, a young nigga. I do like young niggas. But they still be millionaires. Most of them. <laughs> um, okay. She said that it can take men into their early 30s to establish their professional career and feel a sense of financial stability, which helps them feel more secure in life. As a result, this can give them the maturity that comes with accomplishment, experience, and success. Sometimes you see a guy who's in several relationships, but then in his early 30s, suddenly he meets a woman and is ready to marry her. Um, you think that a woman is useful, you said, at 25? I'm not saying use, that we're useless, but I think 25 is a good age to where we've lived a lot of life. For example, when I was straight out of high school, I met an older guy and he moved me into his place. And there was a lot of times, even though he was a cheating asshole, that I couldn't understand the concept of female friendships. Okay. And I think that that took growth and maturity. Um, I, I just wouldn't understand. I was like, why do you need friends that are girls? Or if you had sex with her, how could you still be friends with her? And when I got older, I realized, like, oh, like, duh, of course I need to have male energy in my life um, in a platonic way. Of course. Right. You know, 
and it's so confusing to people. We I've said on this podcast before or made a joke about how the first time I went to the movies with Alex, he was like, is this a date? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. Because I think we're always so confused. But once you establish a boundary, you can really have a lot of growth Really there. good friendships. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. I think that's something that takes... It takes age, and you got to live a little I life. I think that takes... I, yeah, and I would say that does take a lot on the man's side of things. Because even, like, I could be texting a guy, and that's all it'll go to, and a lot of men will be like, oh, yeah, we used to talk. Hold on. Just because we were having a conversation does not mean that it left being platonic. It did not leave us being leaving a friendship. Nothing about that was sexual, and I think I, I that think comes with age, too. relationships, like, with... I mean, lesbian relationships with women... I think that shit happens probably too. Yeah. You know, because we we can be emotional or overreact or whatever. Like, um, I've just had a thought when you said, oh, I'm watching a show called Temptation Island. By the way, I'm thinking about doing a Patreon episode doing just accents and reality TV shit because that's all I go on IG Live See, and it's crazy. You watch all the different shit. Like, I'm really into, like, Married to Medicine, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, those are the shows I I love. Oh, I want the tea from couples, bitch. So Temptation Island, there's a couple. I'm not going to talk about this, but the show there's a couple at the end that stay together and one of the things she says she says the only thing i want is i realize we need friendships with other people we need to live our Mm -hmm. own lives they had no other men or women in each other's phone and they'd been together since they were 16 and to me all you know so basically the couples go in a house they live with single people with single people that really shows you like okay i'm not attracted to you but yes i can't only have women in my life i love them but yeah, I need I need that testosterone from time to time. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Need that that too. <laughs> nope, I don't want it. Um, so the next conversation, a lot of you wanted to hear our thoughts on, and we are pro sex workers. We are allies with sex workers, and so I wanted to bring this part up. As you guys know, Cardi B was under fire this past week or so um, with a video that came out. Of her IG live. Nikki leaked that shit. You know, probably. Well, hey, man. Definitely. Um, but basically, Cardi B said that she drugged and robbed men because she had limited options. I want to read exactly her quote um, when she said that. Um, she said, I made the choices that I did at the time because I had very limited options. I was blessed to have been able to rise from them, but so many women have not. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, I did what I had to do to survive. So I've been seeing a lot of people say that you have choices, even as sex workers, like you didn't have to sign up to rob and drug men and take their money the way you did. And so I kind of wanted to know if you had any thoughts on that, because I've spoken to some of my friends and got their feedback and definitely wanted to share um, what, what I, I spoke about. I with think my the reason it's easier to digest the Cardi thing than it is a Cosby thing is because Cosby's intention was more. I yeah. hurtful. Um, I know that you're still hurting these men, but maybe because it had to do with their bodies, doing the bodies against their will. Yeah, that's not saying yeah. that. I, I, it's hard. It's a hard thing to say. Much like if someone, you know, I don't believe a sin is a sin. Like, right. you know, if you so rob you, someone or you rape them, I don't think robbing is that bad. Compared to raping. No, I agree with that. And so I spoke to a couple of my friends who are escorts um, and tried to get the sense 
to where a lot of them were defending Cardi. And of course, the men were like, ah, oh, this bitch ain't shit, da da da. I don't want to get into the but rap like aspect of it. No, but not only safety, um, she said that what you guys have to realize, because a lot of people were, were thinking it was bullshit with her saying it was a means of survival and things like that. So speaking to my friends, and I won't say their, their names, the ones who do it, they came back and reassured me every time we meet a guy, there's a fear of if that person is going to kill us, if they're not going to give us the money they said they were going to give us, if they are going to violate and rape us. And they said that a lot of them have an instinct with this. And so in the case of her saying it was a means of survival, it could have been that maybe this person she felt wasn't going to pay her up or felt like he was going to do something. And there is a, I a don't human know about inst- that. I think she said... She well, why she was doing it? Well, yeah, well, Which, this, it, is, this is where it's it's not to to sit here and dissect what Cardi said. It's for what my friend said. Why they may go to a means of robbing a nigga, drugging a nigga, doing the things that they do in this field of work, because essentially you're in a space where a you are doing what you're doing to make money, but there are a lot of ways where the men still have the upper hand. Even though you're laying down the rules, you're asking for the money, you're setting the price, and you're letting them know what they have, but there's a lot of incidences where you're in these rooms and you don't feel safe. Right. And so I guess it's the flip side to choosing to do this. And so I would say maybe it wasn't her intention even in saying it, but in a means of survival, she could have also been saying, I resorted to sex work as a means of survival. Not the. Didn't Cardi once say that and i remember ali triple x was saying this when i was in houston or no i was in dallas she was like fuck cart she didn't say fuck cardi but she was like cardi was shaming sex workers saying shaming sex workers yeah i was stripping but i never did that so never had sex for money that's the thing so the guy who even allegedly came out and said the whole cardi thing said that i remember cardi twerking on me Next thing I remember, I look on the floor and there's a used condom and my iPad, $850, and and jewelry was missing. So there was an allude to sex, but he didn't say, I remember fucking her. And so... I don't believe that Cardi's never fucked for money talking like that. No, I wouldn't believe that she's never fucked, but that may have been her means of resorting to it. I'm meeting you in the sex club. You think you're going to fuck me after for more money. And instead, I'm... That was her means of making money is drugging niggas and robbing niggas. Right. It wasn't necessarily ever planning to have sex with them. I mean, it's all some hood shit. And the rap thing. <laughs> it is. Uh, and the rap thing you mentioned, I saw Leah McSweeney said something like, and as much as I really fuck with Leah, like I like her, a lot of her opinions, I don't know. Oh, you with. hate them. That's why we had to wait to get her on the show. But <laughs> she said one thing. She said, you know, we've listened to rappers for years talk about Everyone all of this, this shit yep. with women. Even Rick Ross, yeah. who was talking about put a Molly. Well, damn, I can't even remember the. Yeah. Fuck. Put a Molly in a drink and she enjoyed she it, it and she ain't even know it. She ain't even know it. That's right. And we didn't. We gave him a little bit of shit for it, but not like this. I mean, I think social media is probably a little bit bigger now, but we've listened oh, to niggas talk Swiss about. Deal. He lost money over that line. Okay. So, but that's the thing. We've glorified rap for the robbing, the killing, the fucking hoes, the doing this, the cheating. And now a bitch coming out and saying, and she doesn't even rap about this, but this was her life. She is a rapper. She's in hip hop. Why are we going to see him be mad at her? When, mind you, I was just with, with my homeboys last night. They said these new niggas really about that life. Likewise. Which is why, why I mean, Nelly, uh, he said, NBA young boy. He said, oh, that nigga got shooters. 
He said, like, these young boys are walking out of here, but they bout that life. And so we've sat here and glorified the rap music for what it is. And now this is really shooters, which is why we have Bobby Shmurda in jail, 6ix9ine in jail, YM whatever Melly killed his goddamn friends. Them rappers living the life they that we essentially really like to Shit, what to. did Drake say in Going Bad, talking about got a sticky and I leave it at my dog's place? That's what you got to do. That, you got to. By the way, we should definitely take a moment to shout out our today's sponsors, Lola. Let's get into that ad. Yes, I'm so excited that we have partnered with Lola, guys. If you guys do not know Lola yet, it is a, is a subscription base where you get all the goodies coming straight to your door in a, in a discreet box. You don't even know what it is. So you, you can also buy one-offs. You don't have to. Yeah, the it doesn't have to be description. I did buy them wipes. I really fuck with them wipes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so basically what you can get, they do have organic tampons. They have things that are better since we're putting shit inside of our pussies. They have a lot. They have pads. And then they also have sex by Lola. So you can get the wipes. Um, condoms. You can get lube. condoms. Lube. And so, and I, this is a woman-owned company, guys. Yes. I know a lot of you have... Um, actually, we just had somebody on. I guess it was... Oh, it's an episode in the future. Yeah. A doula. And like the last thing she said was support women, women businesses and blah, blah, blah. Lola is there. They're a woman owned company. Organic shit. Now, all we talk about is pH. All I talk about pH. You do. You a pH queen. pH patty ho. (laughs) And I just really want you guys to understand, like, if we could sit here and be so concerned about the food we put inside of us. Like, I don't even use tampons. And I know everybody drags me for that. But it's because I'm scared to put something inside of me that's, you know what I mean, like a foreign object. Dick mm. is, I know that. Dick is, uh, you like foreign dicks too. And that's a technically. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I really like that this is there. And also, if you're going to put your money towards Tampax and all these other fucking brands that we don't know what it's in, at least support another female-owned company. Support and know what's going in your goddamn vagina. So, for 40% off of all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and you're going to enter promo code WD. P when you subscribe. So again, you're going to get 40% off your subscriptions, bitch. That's almost half off. I know numbers, bitch, and I'll take 40%. I'm just saying. Because math is mathematics. It Don't do that. And these <laughs> Lola products may be, I guess they're not science since they're organic. <laughs> no, you know, that I, I'm here for all of that. So guys, definitely go to mylola.com, type in promo code WDP. They have great smelling stuff, by the way. Something that, you know, when you get organic shit, like Lola products, I use I've mentioned Emrita like with the summer's eve it tastes it's taste so bad it, it, it smells, smells so flowery yeah, yeah it smells so that. strong but like with the Lola wipes that I tried it's just a very clean it's not overbearing. I don't like. It doesn't I don't make, like that extra floral shit anymore. Anyway. Because I don't. It makes you seem like you went to the bathroom and sprayed something. Yeah, I don't like that either. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very uncomfortable feeling of like being that. with anyone. Like, nah, nah, I it, ain't for that shit either. It, and, and fellas, we done talked about it at the live show. If the pussy smell like straight soap or flowers, that shit might be a little tart. That shit might not be right. Might be a little so taint when you hit the back. I'm just saying. You now, get a little breeze, fellas. If you would like to support women like ourselves and you want to uh, help out, definitely get the lube. Get Get the condoms. Yep. Or get the tampons for your bitch. Yes, get all that shit. So we're going to get back to the show Thanks, now. Thanks, Lola, for supporting me. Thank you, guys. So the next vanilla shit that I want to come is actually from lovebscott.com. I love Love B. Scott. I used to read it all the time when I was in Atlanta. This is hilarious. And I, w- I figured we would take a little cackle at this. 
A cackle. A cackle. I mean, it's just, you know. Oh, Woman pee. fakes her own kidnapping and death after discovering her boyfriend is poor. <laughs> So the woman surnamed you had been dating her boyfriend, Lynn, for a while, wow. but she only learned that he was poor after visiting his home during Chinese New Year. Uh. <laughs> it was something she apparently just couldn't get over, so she decided to leave him, but fearing that he would get clingy and refuse rejection if she simply told him she wanted to end the relationship, you devised a plan to make herself disappear. Wait, so how did she, like... Does... I'm about to tell you, ho. She made an obituary with the... Vi- I don't know vi- what I... Vigilette. What's it called? She said... On February 21st, shortly after returning from the disappointing visit to Lin's hometown, you disappeared from the couple's dormitory at the Huangpai Jingdong Dong Industrial Park. Her name is you? Her name is you. His name is Lin. And a few minutes later, she called her boyfriend to tell him that she had been kidnapped by her ex-husband. Come and save me. My ex-husband has kidnapped me. Come quickly. I think I'm on the highway already. The 37-year-old woman said before abruptly oh, she's ending the trash. call. Bro, to make her kidnapping seem more believable, you then sent her boyfriend several text messages pretending to be her kidnapper, warning him that she would be killed if he dared call the police. Ah. She then followed up with more texts informing Lynn that she had been killed and her body had been thrown in a lake. Unable to negotiate with the kidnapper, a distressed Lynn eventually called the police. After being informed about the situation, local police started investigating surveillance footage in Wuhan, and three days ago, they were able to track down you to a small motel in Wuhan, Tenglong District. This bitch was in a motel. But when they arrived to the scene, officers were shocked to find the alleged victim casually lying on the bed watching TV. (laughs) Did she go to jail for this? Let me see if she went to jail. Hold on. She was questioned by the police after her kidnapping. She was surprisingly calm, and she told them she recently found out that her boyfriend was poor. She faked her own kidnapping and murder, hoping that that would just give up and move on with his, and that he would give up and move on with his life. Um, Have you ever? Oh, she actually had was detained by police for ten days for disrupting social order. That might be bad. That might be worth it. But... You know. And then when we get out, bitch, you know I don't want you now. Don't ask me why I did what I did. Goddamn. You know he gonna be. But I don't know why. No. Why you? Not, why? What happened? What? <laughs> no, that's Vietnamese. I think. You know, yeah, I don't know what that is. Wait, but damn, yeah, I can't I, get my Chinese good. So. I, I thought. I thought. I don't no, know. No, Filipino. I can do. That's yeah. Filipino is different from Vietnamese. I'm doing. I'm thinking about my. Okay. That was definitely Vietnamese because that's who. Did that my was nails. Vietnamese. Filipino is more like. Um, ma'am, so basically what I'm trying to say is that your phone is going to be working in about two hours. The, and the, the phone, you're like, no. That, what is Filipino that, I'm doing like? Filipino customer service. That's Filipino That's Filipino customer service of when you call like Sprint. Where is the lie? Because it is. Well, I hang out with real Filipino. Oh, he said oh, real okay, Filipino. Okay, trap, trap, gang, gang. <laughs> I, 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 I can do it. I'm done with y'all. So, um, Damn, I guess. So wait, Chinese is. I don't know. All I know is like ni hao, but ni hao, ni hao, ni hao. You fake that kidnapping, ho? No. Damn, dog. I know. I just want to say that. Honestly, I've never found. Would out... you leave someone because you found out they were broker than you thought they were? That's the question I wanted to ask. The question is how broke. What is broke to you? Because we didn't had that question. Oh man. I mean, like I was talking to my homeboy last night, and he don't said, have your own shit. He said he he said he. He, he was talking like, man, when I was regular, because we were talking about the Cardi B thing, and he's like, man, when I was regular, I used to easily be able to take strippers home and have sex with them. He was like, man, and all I threw was $500. I said, you're not, 
you're not you're not regular. No. I said they went home with you because you threw five hundred dollars, sir. So they thought you they were gonna get more. I said a regular nigga working at FedEx ain't going into the strip club throwing five hundred dollars on a regular FedEx night. FedEx ain't broke. FedEx ain't throwing five hundred in a club. Facts. But FedEx isn't broke, but it's not throwing five hundred in the club. You're right. I would say broke to me. I don't don't be don't be shaming the broke. He's listening to the, the I, I podcast now. No, like broke, broke to me to is like you. you don't have your own place. Okay, we're in New York. A roommate is that fine? Um, I'll fucking do with a roommate, I guess, but I don't want to. Okay, and honestly, I haven't really had to because of their age. Right, you be um, old niggas. Right, I mean, and I'm talking about mid thirties. Um, Jeeves had a roommate, but he's on his Brooklyn artist shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I that's get a it. different scene. It okay, is. So it's a different a sal- vibe. Give me a salary for broke a nigga to who's me broke. is you can't take me out. Mm. If you can't afford to take me out, I can't do it. It's funny because I I was telling my my friend at this point, um, and we were talking about dating regular guys, and when she was dealing with the guys that she was dealing with hookah drinks and food bitch it's two hundred dollars i said a regular guy cannot afford eight hundred dollars a month on dates just to take you out once a week that's a lot of money for a lot of guys so that's a regular nigga you would not date a regular nigga then if he couldn't take you out once a week uh, i mean G- okay when i was dating jeeves i would say he was the most modest of the people i've dated in a long time um he was able to afford to take me out weekly we went out every week um I don't know. I saw him so often when I was dating him, like three, four times a week. We ate at home one night a week. We went out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if we were spending two hundred dollars. Like, but see, you're not also one who's gonna order three or four drinks when you go out. Like that's me. That's her. And a hookah is okay. In I the will city. say this though. There was a difference with me going out of G's and me going with Beard Bay, or me going out with a blue check type of. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, there's a difference with me and blue check out. It like it was. You know, my cocktails are $25. Jeeves is the type of nigga who's like, yo, I found this Japanese underground. And I was going underground. Yeah. And I was vibing. Different vibe. But it still wasn't. And here's the thing, too. What I had with him was so enjoyable because we did do so much shit outside of the box. And I think that the idea of that $200 date, like, I hear you and it's true. But also, like, I I mean, they're not necessary. They're not necessary, but for someone like myself or my friends who a night out is going to get hookah, it is going to get multiple drinks because we are we drink a lot. To me, to expect that from someone is a lot. So I, yeah, I, if that's what I like a lot, knowing that it's going to cost you $200 a week if we go out once a week, that's $800 a month. A regular person can't sign up for that. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I mean, here's the other thing. Is it really a thing to where every weekend would be $200? Because you might have... It might be $150. But between dinner at the places that I may like and drinks... See, I don't think you you don't drink a lot. I'm not I'm saying that. Drinker. It's like well, you're I'm you're the way you're talking is like no boo STK drinks. Not even that. No. If I go to Applebee's and we sit here and we both order meals, Aren't that's twenty dollars. Like Eight dollars? Ten dollars? Yeah, like ten dollars. If we sit there and we're sitting there for an hour or two, you can easily spend I what, guess you're right, one twenty. Fifty, eighty dollars on drink. Easy. Four dollars a drink, yeah, like one twenty. He said, I'm he broke look, right now. And he broke, and you know, that could be okay, 120 Okay, so you're easily. broke, you're saying. So, like... <laughs> you don't, okay, you don't so, say it back. I mean, you know... He can call himself broke. You can't Great job him. on the video. Uh, I'm glad we paid you. So, okay, you're saying you're broke. When you are when you meet somebody and you want to go out, what's your... I, I always think outside the box. I agree with you. Th- like, what's the last... I think about some crazy shit. Like, I'll, I'll spend five hours with somebody, I'll spend, like, less than $50 just because I Less than $50 on a five-hour date, he just said. Doing what? Walking in the park, getting hungry. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Coffee. I always bet them. I find out what they're into. Yeah. So you vet the girls. You find out with coffee. I went out with one of your former guests on the show. You went out with one of our former guests. She's 25. I'm 21. Hold on. You're only 21 years old. Oh, you a baby. You could be broke. That's fine at 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's different. A, that's allowed. That's allowed. Okay, so I, yeah. I guess there is an age limit to that. Yeah. Ooh. No, you're not going to do this. Don't mouth Why? shit while we on the air. Ask him when we get off, bitch. Pull some Damn, off. I'm trying to think. Well, right. I, yeah. Hold on. No, no, no. I want to say 21. A trouble. That age. At tw- I, I, I get don't, that. We're, you have to remember, we're almost we're 30. Older. Oh, don't say that. We're 28. Like, I don't like saying <laughs> we're almost 30. <laughs> We're 28. <laughs> don't, let's say we're 28. Don't say we're almost I'm 30. I'm expecting <laughs> men my age to be. I would not expect yeah. that from a 21-year-old. Yeah, not from dude. a 21-year-old. Well, my so, 21-year-old, yeah. And I wasn't going on dates like that when I... Well, yeah, you was, because you was having niggas pay to take you on dates, bitch. <laughs> What's your price? What's your price? <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get into the I whole I was like, ooh, let me counter offer and I'm, waiting I'm, for them to accept. <laughs> and I was like, I hope so. I hate you. <laughs> if, um, if you guys are patrons, I will go ahead and post these articles so that you can delve into them and read them and undo all that good shit. So we're going to get into our home mail. I have one, and then we're just going to read off the second one. So this one, the title, I just laughed when I saw it. I Fucked His Teammates is the title. I saw that just came in today. Yes, it just came in today. I consider myself to be somewhat of a groupie. I love professional athletes. I've dealt with quite a few. Recently, I've been dealing with one, and things have started to get serious. We've met each other's families and everything. I've never gotten this serious with an athlete before. The only problem is that I fucked two of his teammates in the past. I'm scared that he will find out somehow. I know that my name has been brought up during locker room talk because one of the teammates I fucked hit me up and was like, I heard you're talking to so-and-so. 
But my boo has never said anything about it nor asked me anything, so I don't think he knows. Should I come clean and say something to him before he finds out, or should I just hope it never comes out? Maybe Mandy can help me because she's had dealings with athletes before. <laughs> if I know a similar situation, then how it can be dealt with? Sincerely, groupie hope. Maybe Mandy can Mandy, help you. Mandy I can actually help me. had to go to nothing. Maybe let me just take my piss break now. No, so I actually wanted to bring this up because this doesn't only have to be in context to professional athletes. I was going to say, I would definitely tell him. I think he definitely knows. It could be just to um it could be to groups of friends it could be to someone where you met on instagram and then you see down the line oh shit he got a picture okay with such yeah and let's, let's relate it to real life let's relate it to real life no damn but, bro what's she what's the, we gotta look up her email i want to see what she looks yeah, like fucking so all these niggas. i i have been in this situation actually at, kind of recently too but I'm very honest with the people who I've dealt with. I've had these relationships. And so even one guy that I saw recently, he came back from the past. And he's currently on the team with a nigga that was also on my phone. And he knew, like, so long story short, we talked about it. Um, I think that you'd be surprised um, how much niggas talk. They talk way more than, oh, than, than girls. So I wouldn't doubt if he does already know. I think just to ha- give yourself the peace of mind, you should bring it up and be like, listen, I would never want to embarrass you while we're out, and I would never want you to feel blindsided by anything. So I do want to let you know this happened. I hope it doesn't change our relationship. If it does, it wasn't meant to be, but you can't take the, the bodies off your I pussy. I love what you said, That's except for do. one word. What? Embarrass. I no, I'm saying embarrassed when we w- I know, if we go out. But that's not something that should be shameful. No, 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 no. It I, is I know, nigga, I know, know what I, you're saying. I don't, but we need to change that thinking. No, and I'm going to tell you no, why. No, no, no. Niggas for we it, should not ego think. Thing okay, so I don't want to crush your ego. But if a man and we brought this up on, I like on the, the word show blindsided before. more than I do embarrassed. And I'm going to tell you why. When we use words like that, it implies that maybe we may be ashamed. And even though you may not, that gives that the implication. Man would be. That's what, not that I'm what embarrassed. What I do has nothing, what I've done should not be an embarrassment to you. You walking into a room with someone I fuck should not be embarrassed. You know what? You know why? Because I'm a if, fucking adult and I've fucked. An adult? And you've fucked. Okay, adult. That's a very big <laughs> a deal, though. Adult. Using words like that. I don't want you to feel embarrassed. No. I love what you said about blindsided because that's a better word. I just want to like make you aware because I don't want you to just be caught off guard in case it happens. Okay, so, so eliminate embarrass out that, but pretty much let him know that you're telling him not to stir anything, not to be, you know, and, and also and don't not, make it a big fucking deal. No, either. just say, listen, I yeah, I would say let him know, let him decide whether it means a lot to you or not. I will say, a lot of these niggas don't even like each other, bro. So it might not even be that they're friends. It might not mean anything to him at all. And a lot of them get traded and end up on other teams and have all new teammates next year. So it may not even be a long-term issue. So that's how I would deal with I that. I agree. I think that um, making people aware of who you slept with is a nice thing to do. I don't know if it's necessary, but in this case, I would yeah, because I they're would. technically colleagues. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you fucked my coworker, I would want to know. I'm just walking in the office mm-hmm. like, oh, so this bitch, <laughs> every time I come in here, she's been looking at me funny. Now I know why. Now I know why. And you yeah. also don't want to feel talked about behind, you know, someone's back. But just the only reason I made a big deal about that word embarrassed is because we have unknowingly presented things in ways that it may seem like it's shameful, but it's not. 
And I want to make sure that like, and it's hard not to because right. our minds work this way. We grow up society, being women, being shamed. That's the sec. That's the first thing you thought of, and that's what I would think. I don't yeah. want you to feel nah. Stand in your truth. You don't have to be a whore oh, because I be you letting all these niggas know who exactly. I'm you don't I have mean, to be a whore because you fucked a nigga on a team. And well, and I won't bring up names. Like I'm not a pillow talker, but if it's in a situation like this, or I see that oh they know each other, or they're tweeting or their Instagram things, like I'm not gonna lie, the person that I cuddled with last night knows my the MCM that I post often, and so that was brought up. Because he's like, oh, um, you deal with my homeboy. And so that was kind of awkward. And I was just like, um, the the only thing that saved me was, he, I don't think he realized I really knew the nigga. Because he was like, you can't know him because you don't post niggas you really fuck with. And I was like, actually. <laughs> so why do you post this guy? I really like him. We vibe. He supports everything that we do with the podcast. Um, when I met him, like, I mean, I don't know. I just really vibe with him. So, like. He's never ashamed. He comments under all my pictures. He loves what we do with the podcast. He loves the drive that I do. And he, because he's a creative in a sense, he supports me as a that's creative. That's I'm kind of fucking with Raya, bro. I love and it. And honestly, that's probably like Jeeves came to our show, right? At Gotham. Mm-hmm. And is always so like, fuck yes about what I'm doing. And I realize because he's on that creative shit. I love it. Right? Like, I could sit there for him with hours and talk about content, about guys I used to fuck to. And he'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I think I love that story. It's great. And that's, yeah, that's why my friend that I was with last night, he brought me around millionaire, like white people, but they're in the tech space, the radio space. They do algorithms and all this stuff. And literally, he, that's a Dumbo house. Scene. He, he, we went to Dumbo house, like met all these rich people. We were at PhD. So he's bringing me around them and we're having these talks about numbers, algorithms, stats, all this stuff that has to do with music, but also relates to podcasting. And literally, as he's introducing me to these white men, he's like, yo, this is my friend. She has one of the dopest podcasts, like super numbers, they're on tour. He's selling me to these people. And then as we're having these conversations, these rich white men are asking me how I'm doing things. And we're having these long conversations. So at the end of the night, while we're cuddling, he's like, man, I like you. He's like, the fact that I could bring you around these people that I want to do business with, they respected you. They all gave me their business cards. He was like, do you know how sexy it was to me that another, like, just a woman that I could bring around wasn't embarrassed to speak Bitch, her mind? Like? I'll show you. I'll show you him. And we just vibed. You, like, you just really made me realize when I started liking Beard Bay. Yeah. When I went to New Orleans, we're eating. This nigga he knows what. Bitch, you've been like him before New Orleans. But not okay. like not like I'm okay. feeling now. I was into him, but not like this. When we were in New Orleans, and it's mainly because that conversation I had with Shan Booty, where she was like, bro, the thing that the last dude didn't like about you, this next one is going to love. She was like, that last dude didn't like that you were too wild. He's gonna right. he's not gonna be able to stop telling people how wild you are. The right. next one is for you. And I'm not saying he's for me or anything, but we were out. And he ran into a nigga he knew. He couldn't even, he was more excited than my podcast. I mean, he was like, yo, she got this podcast yep. and it's like crazy. And blah, 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 blah. And he's smiling, talking about it. And I, it, was, it was nice. That it's morning. It's so nice. It's Monday morning. I'm sitting on his lap. He's showing me a video on his phone. And um, Horrible Decisions has a new episode popped up. And I was like, you subscribe to my podcast? And he was like, yeah, I'm subscribed to your podcast. And I was like, damn. I'll tell you now. Because when people say they fuck with you, I don't really know if they fucking do. I'll tell you now, bitch, all my old niggas, all coming back. And I, 
It's disgusting. Like, one, it's disgusting. First off, no, like, disgusting. First off, and a lot of them now are free agents and not even in the league no more, mm-hmm. but they all, all, like, all my old athletes, like, that we just didn't really do nothing. Like, one wants me to consult him because he wants to start a podcast now. Oh. The other one hit me and was like, yo, I was talking to my cousin and my cousin brought you up. Yo, you popping. Another one was talking about the tour. But they all, they ain't got my number and I'm not hitting them back on, on my new number, but they're all hitting me through Instagram, through Twitter, my email. You had a new number. From when I was fucking them. Damn, bitch. Dog, the one nigga. That's what I was thinking. You got this number. The one nigga we fucked six years ago. And he's hitting me like, yeah, on some reminisce and shit. I was like, I don't remember. Like, we fucked. I don't. I've had a lot since then, um, sir. And I'm not interested in you no more. Like, what? Like, don't come back. do you remember this nigga I fucked? He plays ball overseas. And... I just recently found him again. Or he, I don't know how we found each other. But the point is, bitch, he sent his dick. And he was nice and chocolatey. And, I was and like, you don't remember it? I mean, yeah. But it was. I remember it being big. It's just like we didn't really connect on another level. Like, you know I'm emotional. But, bitch, hold on. Look at his dick. Do you remember him? And I went oh. to Europe when he was playing in Europe. I went to Switzerland. Uh, we might not have been friends then. We were. You don't remember him? I was living with Cooley at the time. I don't remember him. He fine, though. Bitch of shit. And he slapped the dick on his stomach, bitch. I hate you. I love a good I'm stomach done. slap. Nah, I've literally come to oh, all them. Like, I don't I don't head. know why they're all coming back from Great the Great mushroom. Like, t- you see that slap? Oh, I love a mushroom head. But no, I really think, like, it's, 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 it's to the point where... Just we, like this. I feel like we've had conversations... Like the, I hate you. Look, uh, we don't want to see you slap your dick on your stomach. No. Thanks, no. Phil. Yeah, no, not not even just a little. No. Nope. Oh, I gotta pay to see you slap your dick on your stomach. First of all, actually, I don't pay for dick ever. I get it for free. But no, I think it's I'm weird though that a lot of them are coming from the past and now are just like, I'm so proud of you. I always knew you was gonna be a star. Like, and it's just kind of like. I don't want you now. Like, back then we could have talked. It's talk- an awkward feeling. It's awkward as fuck. Girl, there- even a nigga I fucked in high school and came back. Oh, same. High school, bruh. Take your You know why? Home. Because we've been doing this for two years, right? We come in the studio with the same energy. We be mad. Sometimes we don't. Yep. You know what I mean? And we've been putting the same energy. It's just now other people are giving are us more energy. Yeah. You know? And it's funny because, like, some people will be like, oh, like, y'all piped up about nothing. But my nigga, anytime we've arrived at a city, the show was sold out. Yeah. And I don't even want to knock on wood because I don't think I need to because that's just a fucking trend. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not luck. You know what I mean? Y'all fuck with us in real life. Pod- I've been to enough live podcasts now to know there is nothing like we do. I-, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of the audience we have. We have great audience. I don't know if it's... Even when they suck, the show is still good. Yeah. And I'm not going to say what city it was, but you know what I'm talking about. Even that was in your opinion. You just didn't... We're not going to get into that. I don't think that audience had the energy that we've had at other shows. But even that show, when I I, I thought I was going to open my DMs and people... People were like, I can't... This is... I'm so glad I drove all this way. And I'm like, Yeah, no, they they love it. They thank us. It's, It's engaging it's also reflective as to what we do on the podcast. Like, we don't really deter too much. And it's, I read a comment where someone said they're exactly what I thought they would be. And I was like, It's perfect. Yeah. That's what I want people to think. Me too. 
And like okay. that felt good because yeah, sometimes no, I've been to a live podcast where I was so excited to see them and I was like, oh, right. I did have a good time at uh, Brilliance, Br- the one we went to together yeah. with your mom. My my first fun. my first um, time seeing the Joe Budden pod actually at Highline was really good. They had the live. That was a great fucking they, time. That was a, no, that was a really good one. They they had the stage set up exactly like the that the living I fucking room. venue. That one, but was you beautiful. know what? And it's funny. They shut because... that down. What Highline is no longer open. No, 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 it wasn't Highline. I'm wrong. I like the Sony Music Theater. Sony. Oh, I think I went to the I, one at I Highline didn't see Highline. First. Yeah, but they did dope. have the sh- they they had the couch and they had the background and like I loved that energy. Oh, Sony, that one too. That was a great one. Yeah, Sony was a good one. Um, I guess before we head out of here though, guys, um, we do want to thank you again. I do want to shout out, um, homie Don Cannon sent me the shirts. Shout out to Don Cannon. I do also want to say. That is the studio we use when we are in Atlanta. So if you are in Atlanta and podcasting, Mean Street Studios is what where we recorded. Said he went. What? Oh, I got three. Mm. He, I got three. You, you can have one. You better hold it, bitch. I was gonna hold it. I was gonna give you one. He sent <laughs> me three. Cool for I mean, you you take the black one because I want the neon green one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I give you the black one. But thanks, Don Cannon. Shout out uh, to you. Everything you got going on. You a creative, so he supports everything that we got going on too. Um, I guess is there any other. Um, things that we want to shout out. I guess um, we've they've supported us in everything that we've done. So if you are in Atlanta, Cocktails Podcast with Kiki and Medina, they added a second show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in you checking guys have been out, writing us about Atlanta, go and support these black girls in your city, nearby yep. your city. They are so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's a silly thing to say, but like they they've just really supported are. us. Um, one they've been to all of our shows. Bringing, she's coming to Houston. Kiki's coming that's to dope. Houston. Are they for from our show. Texas? Yeah, she is. So um, check them out. Super dope. Check out. The, I think they're doing their show the same time we're actually in you Toronto. You know what's so funny? It's like almost unspoken. I think if I had to compare myself to anyone cocktails, I think I'm more like Medina. I think and I'm more like, like Kiki. Kiki. And we're and that's who we not like I don't fuck. I fuck with Kiki. Right. And Medina's cool as hell. But, but yeah, we both talk to the, talk to the other one. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. And then I also too want to give a shout out to Wind Down Wednesday and my homegirl Lex P Andrea. Um, they both have been on this podcast and they're really building fun. their I like that episode a lot. It was fun. They're, yeah, so check them out. Um, I don't know. Everyone, we're excited to see you guys on the rest of the oh tour. My God, oh, my God, wait. Quick. I'm so sorry. I what? forgot to shout out the team. Really oh. quick. Small podcast. It's in Connecticut. They're growing. And these girls have treated me better than I've treated people that have come I to our know, shit. I know, bitch. They gave they me... it on us. I'm mad you posted all that because now people going to think we need to treat I them I felt like guilty, so I arrived there. She had there. chocolate-covered strawberries with her goddamn Bro, name on them. They brought it out because they knew I was allergic to eggs, and my birthday was that week, or it was that Sunday, and they fucking bring it out with a sparkler. They were just so... They wrote me a thank you note about how much we're an inspiration to them, and like... The pictures look dope, too. They were so sweet. She was like, we dressed like 11 hip-hop reunion. You know, bro, I'm going to tell you about fuck with them, my nigga. She had the receipt and my money the second I was done. I was like, thank you. I know, that's right. You know, I, mean, I had my deposit at first. But I fuck with that shit because... Not to say that... Watch your words here. I'm a, I'm, I I'm feel a, like it's going to be some black people don't be paying no. shit. No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, for somebody that is not... I didn't know their name at first until I... They wrote me for something smaller 
or something not like you know they had their shit so seamless bro shout out to that manager I legit was like I think I want you right she was giving these girls towels waters they didn't do nothing Mandy and the way we be running around I've been told you about this shit but you don't want to give a percentage she was ho. an event I'm telling them how you don't want to pay nobody a percentage ho it's not a percentage you said we I get just... all the door but if we got a manager now we got to cut she's I want to pay yeah, her I okay, told her good. I would love for you to be so a part of our shit you're growing when I when I arrived with Enoch he, he drove run. me up he wanted to die she had she was outside the whole door Oh, I wanted to hold her. She was ready outside and willing, okay? She was like, we have someone assigned to you for the night if you need anything. Bro, they was treating me like I was fucking Beyonce. And I'm telling you right now, the fucking Tito's cheese and crackers, bitch, was ready. No eggs. Little do they know, you don't even drink like that. But I was drinking it, though. You was drinking Tito's? And, and I just shot. fuck with that shit. And, you know, just meeting our listeners and, you know, different plays, it was dope. And I realized, like, that is the kind of shit we need. We hiring that fucking girl that was running around. She was insane. I like that. They have flowers ready for me, bitch. I'm not saying we doing all that, this but just don't even want to pay for an extra mic. And she talks. You think she's gonna pay for flowers? I, I for don't want to do all that. She get on my goddamn nerves. She's I'm just, just right saying, the bitch. She's like, wait, a wireless costs forty dollars. Actually, we'll take the wire. Thanks. Sex. Like <laughs> this bitch be lying like a little pussy. It's the same. No, bro, you. I don't want to buy right people. Buy flowers, but her, the way that they didn't stress and she was running around. Actually, we'll just hand the mic off. <laughs> um, I, we don't have to pay that $40. Like, <laughs> shut your Jew ass up, dog. Because <laughs> you be cheap as fuck and you out here talking about flowers. I I'm, I'm appreciative of what they did. I didn't say I want to do it. <laughs> Bitch! Oh, lie. I'm ass. saying I appreciate what they did. I didn't want to say I do it, want to do it for other people. I just want their manager to come and do our New York shit. That That's calls. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I want <laughs> that calls. It's a cost. Right, but like not a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with you. Anyways, guys, uh, as you guys know, be- we are able to be on the tour because of you. There are still tickets left. Not because of you, because of our fucking because patrons. Because of our patrons, my bad. Not because of all of you I gotta y'all, pee, bye y'all. But because of our patrons. Um, again, we do have tickets left for the second show that's in L.A. It will be at the Hollywood Improv on May 12th. Please check us out. The May 11th Saturday show is completely sold out, but we have tickets left in L.A., and there are a very few tickets left in Toronto. Other than that, bitch, we sold out everywhere else. Houston is officially 100% sold out. Um, Miami is officially sold out. Both Chicago shows that we have already done were sold out. Everything sold out for the rest of the tour, except for that second show in L.A. on May 12th and our very last show in Toronto on May 18th. There are less than 10 tickets for that, though. So we're looking forward to seeing you guys. Again, this is all because you guys support us and have become patrons and allow us to now travel the country and give you guys this show and meet you guys in person. So we want to thank you. Before we get up out of here, we are going to drop you a clip of one of our bonus episodes. And again, this is just a whole nother episode that you get. As of right now, we have about 30 extra bonus episodes so if you are all caught up on all 100 plus episodes you can become a patron and listen to more so once again this has been yet another episode of horrible decisions bye by the way i didn't let anybody know until now actually i'm ready to talk about it no not fully (laughs) but yeah you got married did you think he was the one yeah i did I did. I didn't marry for money because he didn't have it. 
Um, I married because, and that's not shade. That's the truth. I was the breadwinner, yeah. you know, um, and still am. But in terms of I married for love, I married because I, I saw someone who I, I considered my equal and someone that I wanted the best for and us to be able to work and grow together. How yeah. many like loves do you think we get on sex in the city? They say you get two great loves, right? But then mm. there's other things that read about like twin flames and this kind of soulmate and blah, blah, blah. How many do you think we get? In life, do you as think much? as much as we I, I think we have multiple soulmates. I think that um, we go our bodies go. We are in a constant stage of evolution. And as our minds and our hearts and our spirits continue to grow and we continue to gather information. Right. Because our bodies are we store that we store that in our skin. We store it in our minds. We store it in our eyes and our hearts. With that comes life experiences. And over time, you can. Yes, have. I do believe have multiple soulmates i don't know necessarily all at the same time but i do believe over time gradually you meet people in life that you connect with and maybe it's a different connection from what you had before with the other partner i have a twin flame may he rest in peace he will still be my twin flame right you know he's someone that i can still feel every now and then or i'll see these little glimmers and i'm like okay right. you came through you you showed me you're still around and i believe in that um and so to answer your question, I think that we, over time, can have more than one soulmate and not just two. What about when you've had them, have you noticed anything that's the same? Because I have when I meet these people. Have you? What, are, yeah. what is it like? For me, I think um, what is the same is feeling something familiar. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, whenever I meet a guy that I know will be around or a friend I know I'll see again... I'm like, I feel like I know you already. Yeah, what I and what I say to that is I'll say it's nice to see you again. And they know what I mean because they understand it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see you again. The first time you meet them. Yeah. Like the last person I met like that who was Jeeves, the guy you saw at the show. Mm-hmm. It was the after one that. sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That super fucking depressing breakup I had, right? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to meet anybody else. And it was a date that I didn't want to go on. And it was just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I meet this guy. It was like 10 minutes, maybe less than that. Maybe, few, I don't know. I was sitting there and I texted my friends like, oh, my God, he's going to be my next boyfriend. Mm. Like I could feel you it. Could feel it. And it's so crazy because we go on these dates with people and we immediately know we may not see them again or they're not that interesting. Why do we stay? Because we, I think for the why we stay is because it's innate within us to not give up right away and still give it one more try. Like, let me see this out one more time or two more times and see where that goes. So that's why I think we, we do stay for an extra day or a third day is to say, well, sometimes people are nervous on the first try. It's just like nervous sex. You know, it's like, oh, let's just get that shit out the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it's and, true. You know, and maybe be able to. But is the one going to be like that? Probably not. Probably not. I've had I've had soulmates that are, you know, because they are these are former lovers, but we're still good friends and they know who they are. And um I knew just by them walking in the room, my throat felt like it was choking up because my I just knew like physically and spiritually and emotionally, I was like, Oh my gosh, my body it, the compass is towards him. And it felt the same way. Your and body compass. My body compass. Now, the person that you're dating, you've been friends with. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know because I always feel like if we didn't immediately get together, maybe we're not supposed to be together. Right. So 
I think... Um, and you're so in love. I think for me, the space that I'm in right now is is where the older I get, the more that I realize that love comes in many ways. And I'm in a headspace to be able to communicate that to anyone I'm dating or who I'm currently dating is to be able to say, like, this is where I'm at. Um, it can also sound like I'm saying open relationship or a polyamorous relationship. I'm not saying that, which I do support, by the way. Like, if if it works for you, I support open relationships. I support poly life. Go for it. Right. Def- definitely. It's not for everyone. I've done it. But I think that's also too case by case. I also think monogamy is beautiful if you have someone that you are interested in and it's consensual for sure. Yeah. But um, the kind of love space that I'm in right now is experiencing experience. Wow. That happened is receiving, delivering and receiving all forms of love. And that could be anything from self-love. It can also be love that I want to exchange with you, that I want to exchange with the person that I'm dating. Um, And why I say that is because for me, one person cannot be my everything. And that sounds that sounds horrible, right? Now, how does that factor into monogamy? Because I agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. But like Which one? The monogamy or no, the No, no, no. You saying that one person can't be your everything. Yeah. So you don't necessarily you're saying you don't necessarily need to have another boyfriend to be your everything. You just need to have those people in your life. Yes. And that- Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.